Mrs. Steen to live the dream and today we're talking about the fact of a lot of us have purpose calling and we don't know where that is. We lost it when we were a child. We used to dance, we used to sing, we used to do all of the things that we were passionate about when we lost it, when we became an adult and started adulting. But there's still that gnawing in our gut, a gnawing in our spirit, that gnawing desire because our mind is telling us we can't stay here, but we don't know how to get out. I'm that person that's going to help you from the gestation to help you birthing that thing that is your purpose through mindset, emotional, social, physical, spiritual, and financial help in order to lead you into the walk of the fullness of achieving what you are called to do. This is Taj McCameron. Catch you now. Hello and welcome to the Steam to Live the Dream and tonight we're talking about the power of no. The power of no. I was listening to someone in the past couple of days and they were making the point of saying and this kind of became a idea for a topic for the show because they were talking about when we are creatives, when we are people that are desiring to use our creativity, we cannot, I repeat, we cannot get caught up in the hype of when we start to see movement in our careers saying yes to everything. A lot of people get caught in the hype when they start their careers that they'll say yes to just about everything. And the problem in that, and I've heard it from so many people, is that they say yes to this, and yes to the interview, and yes to this, and yes to that, and yes to the other, and yes to that public appearance, and yes to that show, and yes to doing that concert, and yes to doing this, and yes, and yes, and yes. The power of being able to say no seems non-existent when you're new, because see, there's this thing it's an unspoken thing that can put you in a place that you can be blacklisted. Uh, I believe I used the right terminology. It's blacklisted. That it might be another word, but basically. You have to say yes to everything because if you say no, they will mark you as being hard to work with and then they won't call you no more (laughs) because 
you won't agree to anything and everything that people are putting in your direction. Yes, there can be good opportunities, but you have to have one, a set of people that are on your side that are going to agree with you when you say, I'm not doing that. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) You have to know who you are, know what you believe in, and be ethically sound in that thing. Because if you aren't, they will push you in whichever direction that they want to push you in just because they want to make sure that you are able to make a dollar. You see, a lot of people, they will experience situations that uh, they're different. And they want to just agree to everything because they feel like they can't say no. But your no, it's power in your no. Because you can carve out your direction by saying no. I remember listening to Tyra Banks in an interview and she said that the most important thing for her when she was coming through was having a mom that told her, you don't have to do that. What are you doing? How are you preparing yourself for the next season of your life and having an exit strategy for the times when people don't want you, when they're telling you no? How are you preparing yourself for those no's? But you also have to be prepared to say no to certain things. Are you, What is ethical to you? What do you believe in? Are you going to dress that way? Are you going to act that way? I remember I listened to um, Christina Aguilera and she did... She was doing a master class and she was talking about how you have to know what you want. If you want to be an artist that creates a sexy image for yourself, then you have to know that for you, that's okay. So you will create that image for yourself. You want to break out of that mold of being the cookie cutter sweet artist. So that's what you want. That's what you are willing to say yes to. But on the other other hand, you have people that they want to create that girl next door image. So if they want to create the girl next door image, everything must come off to be the sweet, kind, nice girl next door. Meaning you can't have over sexy sexualized pictures and all of that. Now what ends up happening, um, ten, nine times out of ten, the girl next door usually ends up wanting to be more sexually driven that's when you run into your artists like Beyonce who 
Her image was supposed to be that cookie cutter girl next door when she first came out, if you if you notice. Very sweet, kind girl next door. But what ended up happening over time, you know, she you noticed that she slowly started to shed that. What you usually see happen with most of your female artists, let's be real, I don't care if they're artist, actor, model, la 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 la. They'll come in as a teenager with the cookie cutter image because that's what looks good for the branding as at that age. But as time goes on, you will slowly see the integration of more sexualized imagery with these people over time. Let's be honest. We see it all the time because that industry will always try to sell you sex first. It is what it is. And if you have any amount of wholesomeness within yourself, you're going to fight it. And that in itself is a formation of black listening because if you choose not to go in that direction, there are going to be a lot of people that aren't going to want to work with you because of the fact that you're not willing to do whatever it takes to get wherever you're trying to go. That means that you are ethical and you have standards. I, I don't understand why people, what's wrong with people being ethical and having standards in these industries. I mean, come on now. Let's be real. Let's be real. But you gotta have standards and be ethical. And if you don't have your standards and if you're not ethical, then you'll fall for anything. You gotta stand for something or you'll fall for anything. So with that being said, you gotta be willing to be open to the potential of something new but you have to know your authentic self and what direction you're trying to go i'll never forget what i was thinking about modeling i did a lot of research a lot of research on petite modeling and understanding the premise what they look for so on and so forth for modeling and I came to the understanding that it was more imperative to a lot of people that the person that comes in have a goal and a direction that they want to go with their career-wise when they go into modeling. Because nine times out of ten, modeling art isn't just modeling. It's not just taking photos. Usually, if you're a petite model, you're not doing runway. You're doing, um, uh, you're doing the magazine inlets. So you're doing magazines. You're doing covers. You're doing posters. You're doing advertisement. You're doing commercials, and then you can branch out into hosting gigs. You branch out into speaking engagements, interviews, so on and so forth. It 
provides you opportunities like that in that industry. So it's an opportunity to speak, present yourself, and you get paid for that kind of stuff. Some of that stuff people don't get paid for. But if you got a good booking agent that can book you for speaking engagements, you can get lucratively paid for that. But you have to be able to get the right agent that's going to get you the right positions for the thing that you're promoting or pushing to get out there. Whether it be your book, whether it be your product, whether it be that you're just trying to get yourself out there and known within those creative uh, realms perfect example podcaster or something like that and you're just trying to get to speaking places that you can speak about things whether you're doing interviews um, finding out from the people that you know opportunities in order to be able to get out there promote and push what it is that you're trying to do and it's imperative getting back to our point know when to say no because when you start to get opportunities people start calling you back and you start putting out uh, networking feelers and so on and so forth for creative opportunities you gotta know look where am I going to get my most feel the most fulfilled how am I going to feel the most joy the most invigorated and like I am accomplishing something that I'm doing that is within the realm and the sphere of my ideal favor zone my ideal creative zone the intersection where all my creativity meets in the middle what's that feel is that being a production assistant is that being a radio show host is that being a website designer what is it and how does how can I use all of my skill sets in these places is that being a stylist a fashion stylist for a company or uh, backstage for a film where's my zone of expertise that I can use all of my skills and skill sets to the best of my ability what does that opportunity look like for me you need to know what that opportunity looks like for yourself and you need to know how to say no if things come up that don't fit within the parameters but also know that if this is my goal you're a web designer or uh you desire to be a model or you desire to be a uh production assistant or a podcaster understanding all of the positions that fall underneath of these categories that you can also go into and understanding the the, the tasks within those positions and sometimes you get the opportunity to uh 
shadow a person. You have the opportunity to shadow and learn the job. You get to find out whether you want to do that job or you don't want to do that job. That is a position that you're interested in or it's something that you understand is going to drain you of all your energy. Now granted, I was listening to this the other day. I was listening to a minister, young minister, make this statement that when you are serving in whatever capacity that you're serving in, you're going to come out exhausted. If you're doing the work, and I mean you really doing the work, you're coming out exhausted. There's no way around it because you're going to be assisting and you're going to be doing all of the odd jobs that nobody never want to do. And you're going to have to do that with a smile on your face no matter how tired, worn out, sick, whatever it is that you got that you got going, you're going to still have to do it. But you will learn from the experience. That's one of those times where saying yes to the remedial position in within the field that you desire to be in can position you. You know how many people I've listened to interviews where you had the person, they're like, oh, I just stood around the, 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 the office building where all of the musicians were and kept trying to beg, get in door to be able to work as an assistant for this particular person and kept coming back to the receptionist desk or I kept calling the office or I kept I kept I kept I was I was gonna be the most annoying person that that was there because I wanted to be in that place so bad and just from being in there and their persistence to be in there they had access they may not have even been working the job but they had access they was walking in and out of rooms with musicians like Missy Elliott and Busta Rhymes and this, that, and the other. And they was just bringing the coffee. <laughs> they was just assisting. There's one girl, she's starting her music career now. She was married to a music producer. And she, after her divorce, she was working in the building and she had gotten a job as the janitor she had to clean up some of the most disgusting things <laughs> but she had access to the production rooms and she was in there and there were other artists and other people that gave her access but she was the one in there cleaning up the mess as the janitor <laughs> But sometimes it's your servitude that positions you for the opportunity to be blessed. And I will tell you this story over and over again. I was listening to an interview from Jude Demonstrat, the girl that played Star in the TV series Star. She had went through so much the three years leading up to her becoming the main character for that TV series. She was trying to get her own music produced. She went through something with labels. She went through this, that, and the other. And for her, 
that opportunity, all the opportunities that she had prior to that, she went through sheer hell trying to get. But when the opportunity to audition for the main character of Star in the TV series Star came up, she actually had auditioned to be another character. But when they said that the opening for the main character Star was available, she she said she wanted it. And she went back in. They weren't even looking at her for that character and she begged to get opportunity to audition as that character there were a lot of rotations and um, pre auditions two three they had to go through learning full harmonies and all that kind of stuff just to be able to come in for the audition to see if they could get the main roles and even on the day of they ended up having somebody switched out at the last minute but she got the opportunity and they sang that thing out the way that they needed to sing that thing out for whatever song were they were able to muster to get together and you know what she got the role she played star for three years on that tv series most people don't even know her for anything else the biggest blessing that I learned in that is that she was a Christian woman that went to went through learning drama through her church. And she has a beautiful singing voice and every time she has the opportunity to sing the Lord's music, she does it. Every time you see her, she got a cross around her neck. Everything about her represents God. Yes, she played one of the most wretched characters on that TV show. But I always used to wonder why I was drawn to her. Because she was the Christian one. Of everyone. And she took the opportunity and she ran with it. Sometimes, and the religious folks, let's just be real, there's going to be some religious folks. The religious folks will sit over there and say, She Christian, oh my God, why she play such a wretched character? That was the door God opened for her. God will open up a door for opportunities that you may not understand. And sometimes saying no looks like saying no to that thing that you looks like you would be perfect for. But sometimes it's something better right behind it. Saying no to that part that you was like, ooh, I was waiting on that thing. That music contract that looked like it's perfect for you. You're like, ooh, I was waiting on that thing. But that's like with uh, what happened with Felicia Keys. She ended up uh, when she left Columbia and got signed. She got signed with Arister, but ended up leaving to go to Clive Davis's music company. But L.A. Reed came at her with money and figures. And figuring because she was a young girl that she wasn't smart enough to realize yes, you're throwing money at me. (laughs) And it was some nice digits to stay with the company. 
But what ended up happening is she said, I'm going to go with Clive. She wasn't getting paid as much as they said that they won't pay her on that contract. I guarantee that L.A. Reid was throwing in front of her face. Even though everybody know L.A. Reid got a history with him, then I wouldn't sign a contract with L.A. anyway. <laughs> Just be real. Hold on to bridge. But she ended up signing with Clive's new label and ended up being one of the top new artists as Clive started that company. She got the perks, she got the favor, she got everything. She may not have gotten the money, but she got everything else. You gotta know where your opportunities lie. And you gotta know where you can say no and where your yes is. And with that being said, in understanding where your no and where your yes is, you gotta also have the understanding of the fact that you gotta know how to say no faster and fire faster because the five closest people to you, I'll say 10 because I'll say your five closest people to you when it comes to your creative endeavors and then the five closest people you have to you when it comes to your business uh, endeavors your business and your personal life I don't know if I said business twice but your business and your personal life the people that are closest to you are the ones that have access and if you allow toxic people into that sphere of five to ten people it's going to drag you down, pull you down, depress you, make your job and your ability to move harder. It's going to make the process harder. And ain't nobody out here trying to operate in harder situations and scenarios. Ain't nobody about that life. Ain't nobody out here trying to be involved in that kind of mess. Uh Uh-uh. No, no. No. We ain't about that. We're about progression, movement, moving forward. We ain't out here trying to have people around us that create toxic environments because they're clawing for a position they clawing to replace you they clawing to 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 just tear you down they're clawing to be that one person that's going to stand above you or stand over you or stand on top of you while you're trying to get up and move forward i remember steve harvey said it he said that if i'm rowing my boat I need the people in the boat that are with me, rowing with me. But if you're not in here taking a paddle, you got to go. You can't You can't just hang around. If you're not in here for me, you got to go. You can't have people in your inner circle and sanctum that are slowing you down. It's hard enough with all the things that you have to manage and maintain and people and all of that. Because, yes, it's one thing 
when you move out of the phase of I managing everything to having a team of people to manage each one of those things that you are managing, now you have to manage those people. And you got to make sure that team of people are people that you can trust, that are people that you can deal with, or else you're going to have to fire fast. And sometimes that's a hard thing to do. But the good book says one thing about that. That if you have all with your brother, address it. Meaning, they get one time to screw up. You got all with them. So you go, you will come before them, address the issue to them. Give them all of the rundown of the issue that is the problem in this situation. And you will give them a period, not a long one, to implement the suggestions that you have given them. And this is where the no comes in. You're saying no to the fact that you're going to keep them on any longer because you're a good person and you want to always give them a chance. I've had, I've been that good person and nine times out of 10, person there are people that if you're a good person they will try to step all over you so you can't be that nice about those types of things to quote something that Beyonce said I quote this quote more often I find lately that You have to be fair, but in being fair, you have to understand, is your being fair to others being fair to you? Are you being fair to yourself? Your nose need to be you choosing to be fair to you. Alicia Keys said it also. She had to learn to start saying no to people for her own health because she was burning out. She was making herself sick and that was something that she couldn't continue to do. How many times will you be willing to put your values in a place that you have to say no. Ask yourself the question, what do I need to say no to? This is Taj McCameron from the Steam to Live the Dream. Until next time, love, faith, peace, and blessings. Bye-bye.
come reach out to me because I now have a podcasting course available that is going to help you, show you, lead you in the right direction into how to set up everything that you will need to know for setting up a podcast in this season in order to create a revenue stream that can make you money from years to come. Tap into me. This is Dean to Live the Dream. Bye-bye. storyteller the one thing I've determined that most creators are are their storytellers they just try to package their story in multiple different forms of packaging a musician is a storyteller through music a marketer is a storyteller through advertising a actor is a storyteller on stage Former is a storyteller in performance. A movie actor is an actor that tells a visual picture. Are you a storyteller? Do you have a story in your gut? Whether it's your testimony, your life story, your experiences, the thing in you that is your life. Do you have a story? What's your story? A lot of us have a story of untapped potential that we do not understand. What's your story? A lot of us are stuck in dead-end jobs. In jobs that we don't want because we have to pay for the bills, feed the family, help out around the house, take care of our responsibilities, or maybe we're in the corporate world and we've got the good job, but we feel like we're not living up to the fullest of our potential, or worse, we're living in the projects and poverty and we don't know how to get out. There's a scream in our gut and we don't know how to get to where we're trying to go. But we all have a story. What's your story? Let me help you find your story. This is Taj McCameron steam to live the dream. Welcome to your story.